Welcome back to Autolooks Online. I'm your host, Everett, coming to you live via our brand new podcast. This week, we're going to be talking to you about the brand new Dodge Neon. Autolooks.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Yes, the Neon has left us a long time ago, and it's kind of funny that that name is actually still being utilized on a Fiat model just south of our border. Not south of my border, because that would be the States, but south of the American border, just cross over that Mexican wall that Trump's trying to build, and you'll find yourself driving around in a brand new Dodge Neon. Now, what makes that brand new Dodge Neon? Fiat makes that brand new Dodge Neon. Fiat is using that brand new Fiat Tipo design that they brought over from the Chinese marketplace in sedan form for the Mexican market. They've also done this with their compact slash midsize, depends on what marketplace you're in, the Fiat Kronos sedan. Now this sedan has been around for a long time, but if you take a look at the Mexican Dodge website via our corporate websites on autolux.net, you can jump over to that site and find yourself staring at a Fiat model with almost a Fiat logo, but a Dodge name attached to it and a brand new Dodge nameplate attached to it, the Dodge Vision. Kind of funny that they brought over an old Eagle nameplate for the Dodge lineup. Now this brand new Dodge Neon is utilizing the Tipo platform. This is one of those platforms that we had talked about and stated that fact that they really did need to bring that model over from China, slap a hairline grill on it, and you got a brand new Dodge lineup that could replace that, well, failed Dodge Dart. We know the Dodge Star was a great model. A lot of people like it. It did win some pretty good marks with us for design appeal. Why? Not just because it brought back the old heritage of the Dodge Dart nameplate, as that was kind of a small car back in the day. It was small, it was powerful, it was fun. It's what you can get into right outside of high school if you couldn't afford that Dodge Charger. But Dodge brought it back in the Dodge Dart compact platform to go up against the brand new Toyota Corolla and Honda Civic. Now, they're utilizing this damn thing down in Mexico, Honcho El Mexico. Unfortunately, this is a Made in China product with a Dodge logo on it. Now, this is the first time that Mexico has gotten some models that the North American marketplace does not get. If you take a look back in the mid-90s, from when they brought out back in 1994 when they redesigned the Dodge Ram, the Mexican marketplace got their own special version of the Ram Runner. Now, you remember that thing in the North American marketplace, or I should say, not the Ram Runner, the Ram Charger, or whatever the heck you want to call it. They actually had their own version of that vehicle down in Mexico. They went up against the Ford Bronco and the GMC Yukon of those times with a Dodge. Yes, Dodge had one. That Dodge Ram Runner, or I should say that Dodge Ram bourbon style vehicle, was only a Mexican-only vehicle. It was great. It was big. It's something that North American wanted because after, well, OJ had his fight and his chase along that Los Angeles freeway, those big SUVs were a little bit more desirable. People wanted them. They thought they were big. They thought they were great. And, well, near the mid to late 90s is when the SUV craze started taking off and started putting the minivans speed under. Yes. 
but only Mexico got it. And just like this again, they get brand new neon. Now, not all is good because the Kronos brought over as the Dodge Vision isn't that great. It's the exact same thing that you get everywhere else in the world as a Fiat, just with really dumb looking Dodge logo on it. That's the only difference. Dodge also has a subcompact version of the Mitsubishi Mirage labeled as the Dodge Attitude. And let's just say this thing does not have any attitude whatsoever. It's got a little bit more attitude than the actual Mitsubishi Mirage that it's built off of, but it has zero attitude when it comes to the subcompact market. I'm sorry to say a Sonic and the Fiesta still got a little bit more pizzazz to it than this Dodge attitude. But getting back to this Dodge Neon, gotta remember, back in the 90s, Dodge finally killed off the Dodge Shadow platform and re-released it as the Neon. Now, we, this is not unfamiliar to us, considering the fact that Dodge does this with every great model that they ever have. They did it with the Intrepid. They did it with the Charger name. They've done it with a lot of great things. They seem to can't basically pick one great model and stay with it. In the mid-90s, they released the Dodge Intrepid, or Chrysler Concord Eagle Vision platform, which went on to be one great car. It was originally designed to be rural drive last second they made a front wheel drive because north america market people seem to think the front wheel drive cars are so much safer so much better for their family but unfortunately this kind of killed off the rear wheel drive dodge intrepid from the 90s which really would have kicked ass because i owned a concord back in the day and that thing was one amazingly fun car sorry to say it's a big boat of a sedan but my beauty of a beast was fun to drive well it was also fun when you flew past the z24 cavalier and that guy behind the five speed on the other side couldn't shift gears worth crap but getting back to the neon the neon changed it for dodge they finally gave them a compact worthy of competing with the corolla now its styles were a little bit different with its bug eyes and basically teardrop styling but did have one thing going for it it had two little letters that were reminiscent of every other great dodge car from the 70s it had two little letters r t and those two little letters helped catapult that dodge neon into well, some sort of basic startup now quality fit and finish all that it's what you come to expect from a Chrysler corporation vehicle they were pretty lackluster they were getting a lot better and then we got our beautiful marriage of daimler chrysler corporation which kind of killed off a lot of great products that Chrysler had in the pipeline due to the fact that they're going to release the V6 Copperhead, the V10 Dodge Dakota Sidewinder, and later on they thought of putting the Viper in a tuxedo and calling it the Chrysler Firepower. But that little neon really did help shape Chrysler into becoming more of a mainstream model and a mainstream company. After their fall in the late 70s, they needed stuff to bring them back. Sure, the Shadow, the K-Car, the Acclaim, the Dynasty, they all helped try and get them back on their feet. But really, it wasn't until the mid-90s when the Neon, the Stratus, and the Intrepid came along. It really helped Chrysler catapult itself and make a name for itself. And then you get 1994 with the release of the Dodge Ram. Two years previous, you had the car that brought it all and brought all the A-game to the Dodge brand, the Dodge Viper, that helped people want to drive a Dodge and helped make them one of the most stylistic cars of the 90s. But unfortunately for us these days, we're not gonna be getting any more of these Dodge ones. We're stuck with the Charger, the Challenger, the Journey, and the Caravan. And the Caravan, sorry to say, is slowly on its way out with not really a replacement in the books. The Journey is, well, it's getting a little long in the tooth. Same with the Charger and the Challenger. So unfortunately for FCA, unless they're willing to change the Dodge lineup or, as we have said in many articles, and even have posted a previous video, Dodge really, really 
needs to start utilizing platforms from other brands from around the world. Sure, you have a Durango, you're into the SUV market, but unfortunately, you lost the Nitro a long time ago, which have built off the previous Jeep Liberty platform. Now you got Jeep with a Renegade, a Compass, the Cherokee, the Wrangler, and the Grand Cherokee. Now they got the Wagoneer and the Grand Wagoneer coming out, and they're even considering making something smaller than the Renegade. But none of those platforms are being utilized for any other products, except in Mexico. You got two Fiat and one Mitsubishi model lineup, making a name for itself as a Dodge. Now, why are they doing this in Mexico and not anywhere else in the world? Well, in Mexico, the Dodge name is more powerful than the Fiat name. It's a little more powerful than the Mitsubishi name. Why? Because in Mexico, Dodge is one of those big names that you gotta freaking sell. And in Mexico, people can't afford these huge vehicles like the Charger. They gotta get them in somehow. And the Mexican Dodge people know they utilize other corporations' platforms and build their own subcompact, compact, and mid-sized cars for the biggest markets that they have going for them. They can get people into the showrooms, sell them on those, keep them, and eventually they'll move into higher profit-yielding vehicles like the Journey, the Durango, and the Caravan. And hell, they may even be crazy enough to move up into the Charger or Challenger. But unfortunately for the North American marketplace, Fiat Chrysler hasn't realized this. They believe that nobody is going to be getting into these small cars. Yeah, nobody is. That's why Ford dropped them from their line. But you do have the G platform, which you could use a Renegade, the Cherokee, or even the Compass to utilize them for a brand new Dodge lineup. Could help save them, could help save Chrysler, could help save Lancia. But unfortunately, the previous CEO and it seems that the current CEO of Fiat Chrysler Corporation isn't going to be making any major changes. He's going to be doing the exact same thing and going product by product by product. Fortunately, by the time you get a full lineup, most of your lineups are going to be dead. I'm sorry, Chrysler is down to two models. Dodge is down to five. Dodge had a full lineup in the 90s, so did Chrysler. But now they got nothing and let's look at Lancia as well Lancia is nearly non-existent except for its home market now, doing what they did in Mexico utilizing other people's platforms or other platforms from around the world to build Dodge nameplate vehicles is what they need to do they need to move this neon into Canada and the US they need to move a renegade Dodge and Chrysler model and Lancia model other places in the world they need to start using economies of scale building on those platforms for all of their lineups I'm sorry FCA but if you really want to sit down and talk with somebody that knows a little bit more about product lineups either sit down with myself or sit down with the boards of general motors or volkswagen because those guys know how to utilize their platforms to make the most money out of them so take a look at the q7 you got an audi q7 right you got well let's just see q7 yeah the bentley bentanga you now have the lamborghini urs built out the same platform they start moving down you get the touareg this is the q5 which is kodiak well see so yeah, it's got their own so you're utilizing that platform just look at the Tiguan, the Touareg. They both utilize their platforms to build Seat, Skoda, Volkswagen, Audi, and even moves into Porsche territory. The Touareg is tangentially just a Cayenne. The Tiguan is a Macayan. I used to love telling my old boss that. When he showed up in his Macayan and said, hey, nice Tiguan. He said, no, it's a Porsche. I said, yeah, it's just a Volkswagen Tiguan in the tuxedo now we do know there's massive changes between the Macayan and the tiguan but they're built up the same platform you could build them in the same plant if you really want to and that's what we're trying to get back to the dodge neon in mexico is utilizing that they're taking a platform that already exists in china they're slapping a different logo on it in china shipping it across the oceans and selling it in mexico as a dodge branded one why because the name is stronger there than it is with fiat fiat has a massive amount of nameplates they can utilize in north america they don't want to buy fiats and they don't want to buy land Hell, they're having a hard time trying to buy Maseratis and Alfa Romeos, but they'll buy Dodge, they'll buy the Chrysler, and they'll buy Jeep. So use those lineups to build and sell 
products. And in Europe, Chrysler and Dodge names are shit. Nobody wants to buy them. So utilize the Lancia, Fiat, Alfa Romeo, Maserati nameplates to sell your cars there. Hell, that company's only got one nameplate that goes good for it anywhere in the world, and that's the Jeep name. And if they even take a look back, they can even utilize old school names. So take a look at it. Chrysler used to have the Eagle and Plymouth line. You can utilize those or other places in the world. Hell, Nissan just did that. Renault Nissan Alliance used the old Datsun nameplate, which was made and brought out in the North American market because Nissan has its names attached to bombs that were dropped in Pearl Harbor. So they branded their car company as a Datsun so nobody would know any of the wiser, right? It sold cars and they kept that name for so long, all the way up into the 80s when they could finally say, hey, we can sell ourselves as Nissan. People believe in it. People are starting to forget what our name used to be attached to. So, Fiat Chrysler, you got Plymouth, you got Eagle right there. The Eagle name you can use in China. Well, there used to be an Eagle there. I think there is again. In Plymouth, well, you can use that wherever the hell you want. Sell it down under. I've always had a hard time trying to sell it in Australia. Australia doesn't even build cars anymore. They all import them. So utilize those names to help benefit the world. And for God's sakes, just give us a Dodge Neon. I don't care if it's called the Neon or if it's called the Dart, just give it to us. And take that and tell Trump that you're gonna sell Chinese made products in North America, just like the Buick Envision did. So at the end of this, it all comes down to should Fiat Chrysler be using all of their platforms to help better their entire lineup for every product line that they have? Yes, they should. And the Neon is the first step into doing that. If you can use the Neon and sell it in North America, then you could sell a Fiat Toro badged as a Jeep truck in the North American market, or you could sell a Plymouth Tipo in the Australian market. This is Everett from Autolux Online saying, keep following us on Twitter, take a check on our Facebook, because we got some pretty funny stuff and some good articles that appear every once in a while. Eventually, you'll find some stuff on Google+. We like to update our Pinterest site. And please, go to www.autolux.net. Take a look at the corporate websites if you want to link and jump to every car company's website around the world. And if we don't have it, please let us know through our input page that we're missing something because we like to know when we're missing something. Okay? Zebra J from autolux.net saying, strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride with Autolux Online in our brand new podcast.